like if we're circling back to like like the gym it's a marathon not a sprint you're not going to see results or progress yes. in one week but if you do that shit for two three years straight i promise you you're gonna i promise you you're gonna see progress you know What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. Before we dive into today's Hold My Beer episode, I want to tell you guys how you can support the Roughnecks Podcast. If you head over to roughneckspodcast.com and click on the merch tab on the top right, you will find some awesome merch. We have everything you need over there, t-shirts and multiple designs and colors, long sleeves, sweatshirts, and even a crew neck that will only be up for a limited time, so be sure to grab yourself a crew neck ASAP if that's what you want. There are multiple designs of hats and even a couple coffee cups. Head over to roughneckspodcast.com. Use the promo code HOLDMYBEER for $5 off your order. We appreciate the support, but let's start drinking. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. This is episode 140. Is it 146 or 156? 156. I wrote 146, but it's actually 156. I got to double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's episode 156, which makes the either way, it's a drinking episode. That's all that matters. We are back with another Hold My Beer. This is Hold My Beer number eight. And joining me today is a returning guest to the Roughnecks Podcast that is a guest to stay. Dante Fair, aka D Fair, welcome back, man. What's good? Yeah, I'm super excited about this. I'm glad finally, uh, well, semi permanent part of the podcast now. You know, these episodes are clearly my favorite. Been on a couple <laughs> of them, you know, just drinking. Yes, <laughs> and we've kind of changed the format out of it a little bit, which we'll get into. Yes, this is 156. Uh, changed the format out of it a touch, but you know, it's still drinking but it, we're gonna actually have a topic and talk about things but you know going back to you know dante is now I, I think i've announced it in one of the episodes but dante if you're listening now uh is the set guest for say basically he is another he is my co-host for these drinking episodes um so yeah you're you're now on it for good you'll be on every hold my beer episodes pretty much uh unless some things come up and we got to replace you with scott or uh, yeah. something but scott's a great replacement for me i will say and we're still going to potentially bring guests on every now and again but most of the time it's probably just going to be me and you drinking and doing our thing uh, it sounds fine with me you know I'm, I'm always here for the party i mean heck we've been i was thinking about this today actually when i was making you know kind of finishing up the script and you know we've been friends for a long time and i feel like it feels like a lot longer than it really has been but like when did you, our friendship kind of take off was it was it freshman year or was it kind of before or after that um i would say like i've we've always known each other from even little league football mm -hmm. i remember like knowing of you i don't know if we ever played well we played on um senior goal together right the first year yeah. i ever played football yes you, that was, was the first year you played football? Yeah, with Looney. Yeah. And, yeah, that was my first year ever oh, playing football. I didn't know. Me that. and Kyle Gibson. That was a, both of our first years. Oh, I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's when we met. Um, but I think our friendship really started taking off probably freshman year when we started, like, working out together. That was a big one. Mm -hmm. And football, uh, yeah, because, like, 
I still have pictures of you and I, I remember I don't know if I still have them but I remember like one vivid it's kind of weird to say that that way when I <laughs> tell you what this picture is but picture from you freshman year no hair first off like your hair was a hell of a lot shorter oh, than but you had uh, we had those big ass fucking football jerseys that went down to our damn knees yeah. we were getting changed in the locker room I think it was for weightlifting I think we were weightlifting together and we were putting our jersey back on and shit and you're fucking I have a picture of you standing in there and it looks like you're just wearing your jersey <laughs> but like your jersey's all the way down to your fucking knees yeah no that was I think definitely freshman year I mean even middle school though like I think I think it was definitely. I think it had to be freshman year. We were friends in middle school too, but freshman year is definitely where it's. Where we started talking a lot more, like actually hanging out and spending time, and then senior year is like where it kind of I think took a whole yeah. new direction. Because yeah, we sure. um, would always go over to my house, and we got a lot of memories there that we've talked about on the podcast before. But we won't dive too far into those anymore. But yeah, but you're you're here to stay. You're the new hold my beer co-host. And we've kind of changed the format. Some of the things that me and you've talked about off air, but we got some new segments and we're no longer just sitting here getting hammered, talking about <laughs> the most random things that you can think of. We're not doing two bears, one cave anymore. No, I think the last episode with Scott, like that was, that was, that was the one that kind of like broke That's, it. That, that was where I was like, <laughs> but it was like, I've already kind of had that thought in my head. Cause I realized like every one of these drinking episodes, I don't come in with a script and it just goes in the most random. And yeah. I feel like, I'm like, Nobody wants to listen to this. Nah, I could be wrong. There's probably yeah, people that listen to it. But me and Scott recorded for three hours, and I still can't tell you what the hell we talked about. I don't know if there was one like main topic. <laughs> it was like all over the place. Dude, when I was like writing the description, I was like, usually I try to write about the topics that we touch, but I'm like, There's three not. high school buddies get <laughs> together and have some adult beverages. That's what <laughs> happened. Take it as you want it. I don't. I don't know where to go with it. But that was, yeah, that was kind of the changing point that I realized, like, I should turn these into something that's not just a complete hammer fest and turn into, you know, like, yeah, we're going to sit here and still drink and have a good time. But it's going to be more, we're going to have topics in mind. We're going to come in and talk about things and actually have a conversation. Yeah, there's going to be substance instead of just like, hey, we'll just go wherever the conversation mm -hmm. goes. We're going to, we're going to spill some sauce to everyone. Exactly. But. You know, we got that, and then we also have, we're no longer doing the fireball shots throughout this segment. Oh, well, that is actually, uh, that is news to me, everyone. Just oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. Maybe maybe I just had the idea in my head. We're going to end the episode with a fireball. Friday. Oh, yeah. No, you did tell me that. We're going to yeah. end the episode. We will still be taking a shot of fireball. That is a given. That has to happen. <laughs> but we will end the episodes that way with a shot of fireball. And we also have a new segment. I won't tell you what it is yet, but. We do have a new segment that you will be hearing about here soon. And then I'd like to this summer, what would be awesome is to record a couple of them out on the patio. Dude, we have to do that. Smoke some cigars. Dude, I was literally just about to say that. I was literally just about to say, you want to smoke some cigars too? Yes. That is, that's, that's the reason I want to do it outside. Deer would kill me if I smoked cigars inside. She'd be like, there is a perfectly good patio outside. But yeah, I'm like the outlets right there. I can plug everything in. I literally only have to plug one thing in right. and I'll let the rest plugs into my computer. Get a little fire going, maybe. Ooh. You know? Maybe hear some like crackling in the background. See, we're honest with you. We'll, yeah. we'll get it done. It'll we'll have a few unique episodes this summer of with recording outside. Dude, I'm just looking forward to those summer you know those summer nights where you can just sit outside. There's like a, maybe a light breeze, but it's like still 70 65 out, and it's just so nice. Dude, I've been struggling because like you know how we've been having like a good week of weather. 
a shit week Literally. of weather. And like this week and like the other week when I was like 70, I was like, you know what? We're not going to use it all the time right now. But I was like, I, I think I'm going to get the patio furniture out, get everything power washed off. And then it gets like 30 degrees. And I'm like, I'm glad I didn't do that because it's, it's potentially supposed to snow. I mean, we're recording this well in advance, but it's potentially supposed to snow on Monday. Holy moly. Yeah. Which is great. I just love to hear it. Those 70 degree days, literally, I step outside and I'm just like, wow. I literally, when it's, when it's lit, when it's, um, winter, you don't really know how much you miss summer until you get that first really nice day and you're like, well, holy thing, shit. Just, like, we're like, oh, it's 70 or it's like 62. It's shorts. Windows down, <laughs> shorts on, buddy. That's Ohio right there. You get one night. It could be 55 and you still see people with shorts. But then the weird thing is, too, is like after summer in the fall, like as soon as it hits like 50 degrees, we're like, oh, we got to wear a sweatshirt yep. and sit around a fire. Yep, jackets, all that. <laughs> but like, it was always funny. I'm sure you kind of experienced it, too, in college, like seeing the kids that were from like Florida and like out of state and it start getting cold. And it was like, early when it'd start getting cold and it'd just be like 60 and they're wearing like winter jackets and you're like dude oh yeah i mean you even, still have 60 degrees to go i <laughs> worcester and like at worcester there was since it's northern it's more it's like closer to lake erie not, even you yeah, get more, more snow. snow not one of my really good friends one of my best friends from college um his name's kwame and uh he's from texas and, like, he'd never really, I don't know if he'd seen snow before, but that first big snow, dude, like, him trying to drive in it, that was so funny. <laughs> he just, like, he had to get Uggs just for Worcester and all of that. Winter coats, he didn't have none of that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that Texan Teddy, that started, the, you know, he, he was from Texas and stuff, and it was the same thing. And I remember asking him, like, have you ever seen snow? And he was like, not until I came to Ohio. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd ever seen it. Like, like and it's weird, like, could you imagine that, like, growing up and being, like, seeing pictures of it, but, man, like, I've never seen snow. Right. And, I mean, that's the cool thing about Ohio. Like, I mean, yeah, I shit on Ohio sometimes just because I do want to explore the... Well, in our weather, you'll get all four seasons. Yeah, and that's, that's the cool... Yeah, that... But the cool thing about Ohio, too, is just the ability to have all four seasons. Mm -hmm. You get the really nice summers, you get the spring, the fall, the pretty leaves, and then you get winter, which isn't... I mean, it's pretty sometimes. Well, let's be real. Like, that first snow, sometimes we're, we're excited for yeah, the first snow. Yeah. We're like, damn, yeah, like snow. Yeah. Then we go out and drive, and we're like, fuck this snow. Unless <laughs> you got a, like, truck. Like, is your car pretty good in the snow? All-wheel drive, so yeah, it does oh, pretty yeah. well. I got a Hyundai Elantra, bub. <laughs> I, I usually park that shit as soon as I see a little bit of, little bit of white powder on the ground. We had a quick break. Quick break real quick. But we're back. Sorry. We don't even remember what we were talking about. We took such a long break. But. Oop, no, wrong tap, wrong tap. There we are. You want to get into what we were planning on talking about anyway? And we, we already were talking about it upstairs a little bit. Yeah, true. But the things we were going to kind of talk about today was, you know, I don't know if you, I feel like you definitely did, and we've talked about it, but, you know, finding the gym after athletics, because oh, yeah. it is hard. Very and that's where I give, like, Reno a lot of credit, because, like, as soon as he was done with athletics, like, he was just, he lost all his weight. Yeah. He he just cut everything. But, like, me, I was like, I don't need to work out anymore. Cool. But then I was like, I'm getting fatter. This sucks. I think the big thing with that is, like, from the time we started lifting, like, even the optional lifts, 
we've always wanted to show up to them. And they, it was something that is like predetermined. You knew, hey, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, whenever the schedule was that you were going to show up to a lift. But when you, after athletics, you don't have anything pushing you towards the gym. You don't have your teammates behind you showing up to the gym. You don't have that atmosphere of everybody cheering when you hit like a max, your first, like your first big max. You don't, you don't have all that. Like, Hey, I mean, I go to the gym now and I'm, I just lift, lift by myself and I have to be self-motivated. And I think that's, that's the thing that I like, I struggled with a little bit is like, what the hell am I working out for? And then I had to circle back like, dude, you want to be healthy. You want to be like, you know, like, I feel like part of it too is like, we always thought in college we were so disciplined and we had this all down, but then you get out. No, that shows how truly disciplined. Like, I'm not afraid to admit I'm not as disciplined as I ever thought I was. Like, yeah. yes, I was good about, you know, not drinking during the week in college because we had game day. I mean, I had a couple nights of one night a week. <laughs> I did have Thursday night appointments. Shout out Joe Yuri. Um, but you know, you, I was like, you know, I, I could go out and get drunk every single night in college. And I was like, no, nah. like I was disciplined about things. But like when it came to working out, I went worked out because I, I had to. Yeah, it was mandatory, dude. Yeah, like you had to show up. You had to turn in that lift. And no matter what they say, oh, it's not man. No, it's mandatory. It's mandatory. You want to play? It's mandatory. Yeah. If, if you're not, if they don't see you putting in the work, then how the, who, who's to say that you're even putting in work at all if you're not showing up in the gym? exactly yeah and it, it, it was just like i don't know what it was about so hard to find get back into that routine but here's the thing is like and i'm sure you kind of experienced it too i finally got back into that routine but it's so easy to fall back out of. oh now. yeah you wake up and you're tired you're like eh, i can skip today mm-hmm. well the big thing too bro is like we have jobs we work 40 hours a week do we want to go bright and early in the morning or do we want to wait till after work when we're already like pretty much mentally dead for the day and you're just like you gotta go to the gym do you prefer oh dude mornings i have to i I used to to hate morning workouts hated them never wanted to work out in the morning but ever since then like especially working outside doing manual labor all day for me like i look at it as like when i get done for work i just want to be able to come home and relax exactly bro i cannot i i mean i won't say i can't go after work but like for my own like work-life balance, I do not want to get off work just to go like. Not saying that the gym is more work, but I'd rather start my day with the hardest thing I'm going to do for that day. Boom! So the episode that comes out the the Monday before this episode comes out, Nick Lavery, the guy I recorded with last night, he talked about that because one of the things he does is he starts his day with the shit he doesn't want to do, mm-hmm. and he's like, and it's not like because he. You know, with his prosthetic leg, he has to do, like, calisthenics every single day. Right. Like, it's just, like, what he has to do. And he hates doing it. Never liked to do it before. Definitely doesn't like doing it now. Right. But he's like, I, you know, that's what he does. He wakes up in the morning, and that's, like, the one of the first things he does. Because he's like, and it's not that you're coasting the rest of the day. But, in but like, mathematically and, like, in theory, the rest of your day is easier. Right. Because you're doing things maybe not always that you want to do but they're not as hard i mean and on top of that like monday is my leg day i start the week with the like i mean not i'm i've never liked leg day i don't skip it i've never loved leg day though you gotta the love only, leg day yeah the only time that i actually started to like love leg day was when you were forcing me to fucking squat but um i mean i just start the week with leg day on monday so i know like hey the rest of the week you're gonna i mean 
every dude the upper body pump is so much better than like i mean lower body you can feel the pump but i usually dude, wear sweats in the gym anyway when you're so. having a good leg day you're still going this fucking sucks yeah, you can hardly walk to your car <laughs> and you're not necessarily ha- like when you get a good chest day in, when you get a good che- like bicep day, like workout in, when you get a good back day, you're walking in the car like feeling like hot yeah, shit. Yeah. When you're walking there after leg day, you're like, I hope nobody's looking at me. I mean, this isn't like, I mean, this is kind of gross, but I'll be honest, like the dude, the past like three, four leg days, I've I've literally like thrown up. Mm-hmm. I like I don't know. It might be the pre workout in the morning off off like empty stomach. Empty stomach pre workout yeah. does something. That different. might it might be that, but like leg day for some reason just makes my like it just makes me so. I maybe I don't know. I've never been a big leg guy either. I got some long legs, you know. I got a long yeah. Your time. squats just a little bit longer than mine, yeah. so <laughs> that's like that's what I was trying to tell my boss too. I was like, you when you're benching, your arms are so much longer than mine, and you have long arms as well. So that was one of the things that's where I think you would get pissed in high school because I'd be out lifting you. And I like it comes down to like, dude, I have a shorter distance to go to you. Like when you have like, why do you think those, you know, professional power lifters or whatever, when they're benching, Super their hands wide. are fucking wide because yeah. then they only have Short to go like thing. six inches and then they're back up. I mean, Which I think it's kind of bullshit and they've started to kind of cut down on yeah. that. But like how much how much true strength does that really show to be able to like you're just get six bouncing inches. it off your chest too, like, you know if you are straight up and down and you're going here that's true strength because like and that's and i feel like it's the challenge too like the true challenge of pushing like pushing through that lift of like you know the feeling when you, when you get halfway and you're like shaking mm-hmm. and you're just moving like a fucking inch at a time well dude i feel like that's one of like the that's something we should be taught from when we first started lifting in middle school is like i mean i'm not saying like i'm not like uh knocking the programs i'm not knocking the people who taught like us form and all that but it's always been the more weight the better it has never it has never been hey get the like um, okay no they taught us form they wanted us to get the form down but when you're in middle school or high school you're always trying to go up when in actuality in all actuality you could you can get a great lift with just like 10 pound dumbbells if you're getting the right squeeze and everything you don't need you don't need to squat 405 to feel big and strong you it's just literally the movement itself you just got to like learn how to lift correctly instead of ego lifting and that's one thing that i'm actually getting a lot better at because i used to just go in the gym like mm-hmm. damn i can't lift as heavy as i used to but now it's more like hey i want to feel it where i should feel it and that's one of the things like i was i taught like told the guys at work too i'm like listen like I'm going to do heavier weight than you guys. I'm just out of college. Like I'm still kind of, and like I have my form down. Mm -hmm. Like my boss has never front squatted before. I had to tell him like, he was trying to do, hold it like he was doing a push press. And I'm like, no, let it rest on your foot. Like you're not supposed to hold it with your hands. Yeah. Like Like, let it rest. Yes. Let it rest on your shoulders and you're holding it up with your arms. And that's what I had to like. And I I was like, and the other guy that came to work with us, like, you know, he hasn't lifted a ton, but he, he, like, he knows a little bit and knows enough, but like, he hasn't lifted a ton, like certain like lifts. And I was like, I'm like, listen, guys, and that's what they started to realize. Like, you don't have to do the weights I do. Don't look at the weights I do. Don't look at it. I'm not trying to embarrass you. I'm just trying to push myself because I know what I can do. But, like, when you're front squatting, 
do it with the bar first. Get the form. Learn the form. And I like I remember in college, it took me forever with power cleans and that kind of shit. And I used to get yelled at for it. I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And they're like, No, you're fucking not. Right. When you're power cleaning, like you should be hitting your thighs. Use your thighs to bounce mm-hmm. that shit up. And it took me forever because then that's also you're keeping it close to your body instead of trying to pull it out yeah. here and all these little things. Learning the form is the biggest thing that you can do no matter what age you are in the gym. Even if you've been out of it for a while, you don't have to jump back in the 315 on squat. Like I still to this day, when I go when it's squat day, I do the bar for a like warm up. Yeah. And that's where honestly, that's where Jake's been helping me out a lot too. Cause I don't think like, I'll be honest, like, we've they people have taught us how to do things but once they taught us that it's not like they focused a lot on the form it was more just hey get it done mm-hmm. and do it and like do good do big weight you know like yeah. move big weight but like actually slowing it down feeling the squeeze feeling what you should turn off and turn on when you're doing certain lifts like he's helped me a lot with that and i mean that's why i've been lifting with him like every weekend just yeah doing that shit. and jake will be on in probably about a month i believe we'll be on the podcast so you'll get to hear from jake and all about what he's been doing with dante and just everything he's been doing in general he's been killing it it seems like yeah. got his what a couple workout books essentially yeah, he, has a, he has an at home like straight i'm it's like straight dumbbells straight just at home the stuff you can do at home without any weights and then he has like his power lifting program and he's doing that uh the I want abs challenge right now. I see. Yeah. He, did he do it last year too? Yeah, he did it last That's year. What I too. thought. Yeah, Andrew Lieb's doing that shit too. Yeah, he, I see. He's so, so lean right now. Yeah. He's he's like skinny, skinny. He's always been. I feel like lean though. Like, but like he's he's yeah. more now. But like, I feel like he's always had that leanness to oh, him. Oh yeah. And like, he's always been. I feel like really. He's not just strong. He's I feel like really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Very tough guy. I mean, the whole Lieb family themselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you wrestle at. Ohio State, and then what? Uh, Lake Erie for both of them, uh, yeah. both of the boys. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. But isn't it crazy to think about like the people that we went to school with that did go to do big things that we kind of like, yeah, yeah like I, eh, whatever. Yeah, like Andrew Jordan, a yeah. Division One racer that set records in high school, national records. national records, and all this kind of crazy stuff that we look at and we're like. Dude, it didn't hit me till like, you know, a couple months ago that I was like, I should have him on the podcast. Like, why have I not been trying to get him on the podcast? Was that was it Desmond that went to Michigan? Desmond went to Michigan. Yeah, Hunter Holton went to Mich- uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, for a high jump. Yeah, like all the our track program is so underrated. I mean, I feel like track. No, I mean, I it might it's be under- underrated on our school, right? Like, to us, but like talking to Sierra and stuff, and she's like, "What? Like, was your school's?" And she didn't mean it like in a bad way. It sounds like in a bad way, but like, what was your school's good sports? And I was like, track was like our main one. She's like, really? And I was like, oh, like we host a cross country meet. We have a cross country. I was like, we have a cross country course like at our school. And she's like, yeah, we do too. And I was like, no, like we host a big time meet, right? Like in all this stuff. And I was like, wrestling is another big one. Yeah. And I was like, baseball. We usually have some players here and there. Yeah, for sure, baseball. She's like, yeah, because she, she remember Chandler Day, because she, I think she was the same grade as Chandler, so she knows like knows of Chandler, like okay. every, I mean, everybody yeah. knows Chandler. And, and if you're and, if you were from Licking County, you probably know. And she, cool. her brother played baseball, like she was big in the baseball. Okay. So. Or you see, you see Connor Brandon. Uh, yeah, I mean that was like well, a while to, ago, but. Toledo. Yeah, he went to Toledo, and then he got drafted. I. 
Was it the Mets? No, I, I might be wrong. Yeah, no, I did. I, that's crazy to me. That's so dope. But like, that's the thing is, we look at it and we're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because it's so like it's natural to us, but not natural to it. Right. Like, I mean, you can tell some of the like some of the athletes you come across, even just like sports wise, you can kind of tell when like, oh, he's 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 different. But I, I almost feel bad because I feel like we kind of put an emphasis on like if you're a football player, if you're a basketball player, and you're going D one, like you're such a big fucking deal. Yeah, true. and like some of those other sports kind of get overlooked, like swept a under bit. the rug a little bit. Yeah, like they don't get as much fame as they should. Right. No, I mean, but if you think about it, like kind of what I, what I was going to say earlier is track, track and wrestling. Just for example. You're not going to, if you don't know wrestling, unless you, like, unless you're just supporting your friend, you're not going to go to a wrestling tournament and watch and have a good time. Mm-hmm. You have to be, like, integrated in the sport to know what's going on. Kind of same with track. I mean, track's a little bit more simple to know, hey, whoever wins the race gets first place. <laughs> whoever you know? crosses that line first wins. <laughs> but it's still something, like, I never, I went to track meets to support my friends, but, like, I would never just randomly go to a track meet, you know? Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's yeah it's, but like football games you don't have to know anything about football to like to want to watch football there's some people that watch like nfl every sunday that never played football don't really know a lot dude, of football but it's like how a many cool people experience. i'm sure you've been through it where you're like watching an ohio state game at a friend's house or somebody's house like at this little ohio state party and like people yell stuff and you'll just be like that tackle him and or like no, no like when they're like he missed uh he, he should have got off that block and it's like dude you do you realize that is a safety on an offensive tackle yeah it's not easy for a safety to get off of that hey, block once they get their paws on you at that position it's what funny. he should have done is avoided that block but yes it, but it once once that tackle engaged it's impossible for that safety to get off of that block. I didn't even see her come down here. It scared the <laughs> shit out of me. His headphones like, are good, though. Yeah, That's good. <laughs> I could not hear anything. You got to turn the lights off. Yep. The lights don't work down here. Do I need to turn the uh, the neon light down? Oh, you can change the brightness of that thing? There's three settings, buddy. Holy shit. What the fuck were we even talking about? Sierra came and interrupted us and... No, I lost my train of thought. That Oreo dessert's about to be so good, though. Yes, Sierra has made her famous Oreo dessert. Um, I will not give recipes. I don't even know how to make it, but it's awesome. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I think we just got, honestly, got on a tangent. We did get off top, off topic, it a, but it wasn't like, it, we continued with our topic. Yeah, it was a lifting topic, but, yeah. But. So I wanted to ask you to kind of, I don't know if you do this, do you hyper fixate on things to where like you overlook or overdo like I have this shit that I have to get done today and if I don't get it done, I'm pissed. Um, I wouldn't like, yeah, sometimes. I mean, I would say mostly just like, cause I mean, my, with my job, that's something like that's something I have to do every weekday. Uh, excluding, yeah, I, I want to exclude work. Oh, work okay, yeah, if we, yeah, no, for sure. Especially, it's mostly just like lifting in the morning. Like if I wake up and I like sleep in on accident, and I'm like, well, damn, you didn't get a lift in today. Like, but the, all right, so do you wake up in the morning? If you wake up and you didn't get your lift in in the morning, but you can still go in the afternoon. If you didn't get your lift in in the morning, does it kind of set the tone for your whole day to where you're pissed off? Yeah, like maybe not like completely like fuck everybody, but just a little bit like 
at, like it, it's at the eating it. Well, dude, because like the night before, I always like plan out my next day a little bit. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you're gonna do this, 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 and when that routine is messed up, it definitely like puts me on edge a little bit for the rest of the day. Dude, there was times, and so I actually struggled with this big time recently, to where I have a list of things that I have to get done every single day. But what I didn't realize is I was overloading myself. Mm. I had to do a guitar lesson every day. I had to read a chapter of my book every day. I had to work on a podcast every day. I had to journal every day. I had to read. The, like, I had you don't to, want to burn yourself out. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And what sucks is I did take it out on the people around. Me. Right. You know, work. I was a different person. Sierra. I was a different person towards her. Like, it just. And Sierra was the one that kind of opened my eyes. She's like, you're. I think you're overdoing yourself. And we had this talk a little bit today where I was like, what I felt like when people were saying, you know, you're overloading yourself is they were trying to bring me back down. Like, you don't need to do all this. Right. It's okay. Like, like, I don't do this. You don't need to do yeah, that. Type and, deal. Like, and it was one of those. That I was like, it felt like you guys were trying to slow me down. That's where I, I think that's where I snapped mentally where I was like, fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's where I struggled. And like, I, I guess I, we don't, we're not exactly the same and i i'm going to tell you you'll probably end up going through it because i feel like it's like natural for everybody to go through it at some point right. no matter what everybody experiences in different stages um but like i went like me and like me and here struggled for a minute because she was like you are snapping like and I, I was i was like fucking getting pissed and i like i'd be down here and i'd work for she's like you'd be down here every night working for hours and hours and hours and then would come up but pissed off because i'd be come up because i'm like finally i'm like i need to go to bed but i get 14 of the 15 things that i had on my list and i'd still be pissed because i didn't get 15 done right. which is a good thing but also a bad thing at the same time yeah i mean i feel like stuff like that like yeah you should definitely have a like i mean dude you have like you yourself i know for a fact definitely have like a bunch of stuff on your plate too just with the podcast in general like planning all this stuff all like guests um it's like sponsorships anything like you know what i mean like planning all that getting ahead of that but also you want to feel like you have a work-life balance too if you feel like you're getting off work just to go to more work well that's what i that's what i did start to struggle with is the that's kind of the thing that i've realized when the podcast doesn't feel fun i'm overloading myself yeah for sure because every time the pod like lately the past few days the podcast i've been so excited right. about it i'm so excited to record and all this stuff and then like when i realized like i have to record tonight that's when i realized you got too much on your plate yeah take like take a step back like and it's not a bad thing like it's not like you're saying like oh you're you're not doing like it's not taking saying you're doing not doing enough at that time like i don't know how to explain it but like you 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 have to take a step back sometimes it's a it's a marathon not a sprint yes like you got it like even like if we're circling back to like like the gym it's a marathon not a sprint you're not going to see results or progress in one week but if you do that shit for two three years straight i promise you you're gonna i promise you're gonna see progress you know and i think that's also one of the things i struggle with at the you know working out is i and i told you about how you know i wanted to make my workouts longer people i worked out with wanted to make them shorter whatever everybody's different but i feel like it was because i was like i need more i need Mm -hmm. more i'm not doing enough i'm not doing enough and i kind of finally came to that realization of like 
listen, you can, and I, I, I told them, I was like, listen, we can do a 45 minute workout and get a lot out of it. And yes, we may still do three, four sets instead of two sets, but the breaks have to be shorter sometimes. And like, here's the, and like, there's the pros and cons to that. Mm -hmm. And we're doing a lot of band workouts because we have limited weight. Right. So we're not doing weighted stuff as much. I, I implement, like, obviously we're doing bench, we're doing squat, we're doing those with weights, but we only have like 300 pounds worth of weight and uh barbell and like which i'm working on for free so yeah, i'm not yeah. gonna complain and we're gonna we plan to buy more but we only have 300 pounds worth of weight and barbell and our dumbbells consist of the whatever weights we have you put on oh just the, the dumbbell oh just, so that's all we have damn you got a 45 pound plate on there just like hell, the no. Plate. hell no it's usually a 10 and a 5 at most <laughs> Like, gee, dude, like those plates are giants. There was a few times when we were doing like uh, dumbbell rows, I threw the 25s on, and it was like so weird, like grabbing onto yeah. it. I'm like, this doesn't even look right. <laughs> but, you know, like, and, but we have a wide variety of bands because we bought a shit ton of bands. I brought a couple. My boss has bought a whole new set. He had a couple. My other guy that we work with, he had some. So we implemented a lot of banding type stuff, like whether you're standing on the band doing curls with it or putting the uh, hooking it up, doing tricep extension with the band. And like, you know, and you know what? We may hook two or three different ones up because then like we can all do instead of changing the weight, you're changing mm -hmm. the resistance. And um, even Reno, like I was talking to him uh, about how I was making workouts for us at work and. No, I'm just kind of throwing together. I don't exactly know what I'm doing. I just kind of throw I some mean, stuff that you, I know from you've college. lifted enough to but know like, what I can make a workout, work. but like I'm not gonna make it the most efficient right. or like whatever you want to call it. And Reno was like, "Dude, all you gotta do is have bands, and I can give you a hell of a workout." And I'm like, that made me feel better because I'm like, I'm implementing bands. Yeah, Fuck yeah. <laughs> like really doesn't matter the, how much weight you're doing. It doesn't, and especially at this point in our life, it's not about the weight. Yeah, we're not trying to be bodybuilders. We're not trying to be powerlifters. We're not trying to be all this stuff. Like most of us, we're just trying to stay in shape. I'm trying to get bigger a little. You know, I'm definitely trying to get bigger. I'm but, only, yeah, yeah. That's the goal. That's always the goal. Right. I want to be able to bench, you know, 300 and squat 400 and all this. Shit. Like we want to do it because it's always been a goal. But like that's. If we don't get it, it's not going to make us or break right. us. So that's where I've been. No, yeah. And I mean, honestly, it's just, I, I don't, it's just, especially, I guess with, I mean, if we're, if we're going back to like hyper fixating on things, it's like, like you said, you definitely don't want to overload yourself because you always have tomorrow. Well, I wouldn't say you always have tomorrow. You never know. You never know. Okay, I'm not going to go deep into that. You never know, but it's like you definitely don't even if you do 15 things today, that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to do 15 things tomorrow. So why wouldn't like why wouldn't you cut it down a little bit? Maybe do 10 things today and then you'll get the 10 things tomorrow and then you'll get the 10 things the next day. You don't want to you don't want to max out on a Monday and then not lift for the rest of the week. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for exactly, you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and um so one of the things I've realized too, so I've cut my podcast working time down mm -hmm. to a degree to where, you know, I think now 
Sierra actually made my schedule for this week, and I asked her to do it because I overload it. I told her, I was like, these are the things I want to get done during the week. You do what you want to do. Like, make a list, and we'll we'll see. I'll tell you some things I want to change about it, and we'll go from there. She made it, and she was like, you know what? Like, you need two solid days, honestly, mm-hmm. of working on your podcast. So Sundays now, from 7.30 in the morning, which I do wake up early on the weekends. Like, that's a goal of mine. That's something I like to do. Smart. I like. I think this morning I was up at seven, and having two dogs gets you up in the morning. Oh, I bet. <laughs> well, I'm and like, also with Dunn, I'm like worried like he's gonna pee in a fucking worry. room. So like I'm like I'll go let him out real quick, and at that point when I'm out of bed, like I'm up, like I'm right. not going back to bed. So like I get up. So from seven thirty to ten thirty on Sundays, that's my big day. That's when I work on scripts. That's when I edit Monday's episode. That's when I work on ed- all that all that kind of stuff that I need to work on. And then also, because we have the Friday episodes, um, Wednesdays, and this could change whether there's a recording at that time. Right, it may yeah. get to Thursday instead of Wednesday or Tuesday if there's a recording on Wednesday and Thursday, whatever. But, and, and that's what I like is like, I, what's what Sierra told me, she's like, you have to be willing to accept like this may change. Like it could change to a different day and that's okay. But so now, Wednesdays for, I think, two hours or an hour and a half i would come down here and like she and that's what's good too is like she's on board with you know what those are my time where i'm going to come down here and work mm-hmm. and i'm just going to do my thing like right. don't bother me a little bit of alone time yes like, this so, is yeah. my time but she's like now it's not going to be every single night you feel like you have to be downstairs working on stuff right. like my desk for those of you listening my desk is downstairs where we're recording that's where i do my work that's where i and but she and then you know, in the mornings, I will. She put in there. You wake up, you journal, and you do that stuff that you do in the morning, journal, and then evenings. Instead of you laying in bed, I won't even turn the TV on. You read your chapter. I'll. She'll read a little bit sometimes too, or she does these drawings on her iPad. Um, I'll do that, and then we'll turn the TV on if we want to after that. And that's like your true relax. Like we're just chilling now. And we're still together, and you know what? If we want to talk a little bit in between it, right. we can. And it like, and that's what I like is it. And it, she's very being very good about balancing the relationship. We have to get like our personal selves. Mm-hmm. You all are both and busy. work and all this stuff. And I feel like also her getting this new job and having different hours, and she's working off at five thirty, so she's coming home. It was different. It was kind of weird because, like, she was when she was working at the hospital. She was getting off at seven o'clock. Yeah, at night. So she yeah. and that was after a twelve-hour shift. Yeah. So like That's she's it. ready to go to bed. <laughs> right. And we're trying to spend time together. Now she's getting off at five thirty. We spend mornings together now because she's not leaving at whatever time. But she's also like, you know, your work. She expects and she understands like you're going to be leaving in the morning at five o'clock right four thirty to go work out but she's fine with that mm-hmm. and it's a very good work like she's I, I gotta give her a lot of props she's being very balancing i mean that's how how that's how true relationships would work it's if it's if it's not like i'm not saying that it has to be completely 50 50 you know some some sometimes in relationships it becomes where hey maybe it's 75 20 if you're really or 25 Seventy-five, twenty-five. When you're really struggling with something, or vice versa, you know. But like, re- like, you should be able to balance that. You should 
be able to respect your partner's like wishes and what they want to do and their goals and aspirations. And if that takes away some of the time that you spend together, so be it. But like you have like we have our whole lives, you know, yes. like yeah. we're still so young, dude. It's like yeah. she and like that's the thing is like you can balance it. Right. That's what a lot of people struggle with is like, I need to work on this every single night. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's good. Yeah. You have this drive. You have this passion. You're hyper fixating on it. Slow down. Dude, a big thing that like when I was listening to like Reno's rants before before like coming to the um, Roughnecks and everything, a big thing that like stuck with me from one of his rants were or it was um was like consistency is like consistency is key. You're you you want to brush your teeth every day, right? Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna brush your teeth on Monday yeah. and then not brush them for the rest of the week. You know that was the that was something that really like I think about that shit every day. I'm just like, yeah, like you know, like if you just think about life as again like a sprint, not a or a or a marathon, not a sprint. Jesus, these high noons. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like consistency is key. You don't have to do. 30,000 things in one day to feel accomplished as long as you're getting something done every day that's what i did with um like my big projects for school yeah i just did a little bit every day i didn't it's not like i sat down and wrote 10 pages in one day just a little bit look at it read it you don't even have to write it edit it something like that going off of that though there is something i learned last night and it's gonna luckily it'll already be out by the time this episode comes out but he talks about nick talks about you know, there's a difference between patience and procrastination, though. Mm-hmm. People can say, I'm being patient, but really, you're just kicking the can down the road. Yeah, you're waiting for the, the it just to fall in your lap type deal. Patience is, like, you can still go balls to the walls and be patient. Yeah. Patience isn't about, you know, waiting for it to come to you necessarily. But like, cause what people struggle with and he, he, and he talked about it. He's like, I struggle with it a lot, especially after, you know, losing a leg and getting back into that. I mean, you've seen him. He's like you said, yeah. he's fucking huge. He's fucking shat. <laughs> but he's fucking yoked. <laughs> he's, you struggle with that of, I want the results now. I want the results now. And you've talked about it on this podcast before where, you know, the social media world, it's a highlight reel we when you refresh at the top of instagram you get something new yeah. when you refresh at t- tiktok you never see you might hear the same sound yeah. twice but you never see the same video yeah. twice hardly ever and like you you have all this stuff but patience is you can go balls to the walls but you have to understand results don't happen immediately they take time yeah they take time you got to work for it you know it's not exactly. like if, if you got it's a, something essentially it's a, enjoying the journey yeah if you got something just handed to you like that like just just for example say say roughnecks like tomorrow or no i mean you've already put the work in the groundwork but say you you blew up off of one episode you wouldn't know the ins and outs of really podcasting you wouldn't know how to carry on conversations with people that maybe don't really talk a lot dude you know like, honestly if i was put on joe rogan's level right now i would struggle immensely yeah you know i mean it's 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 a skill that you have to learn 100%. you have to learn the process you got to know how to reach out to people like dude it's a whole process it's not you don't want that just to be handed to you i would rather work for something keep working keep working so when i get it i keep it dude when i used to message people like potential guests they used to be like hey my name's this. I have a podcast. I would love you to come on. Right. 
now it's like, hey, my name is Cole Nixon. I am the host of the Roughnecks podcast. I have been following you for X amount of time. I love what you do. I really love this, this, and this about you. I have had people on that are similar to you because of this, this, and this. Here's who they are. I would love to bring you on the podcast. If you'd like more information, let me know. Um, or if you're interested, then please let me know. It's professional. Have a good like, day. Yeah. And it's just like, I look at it, and I'm like, I would have had, probably had so many more guests at the beginning. If you started out like that. Yeah. like that. What's up, everybody? I wanted to interrupt this drinking episode for a second and talk to you guys about Desert Fox Golf. Desert Fox has some awesome drink aid tumblers. They're 17-ounce tumblers with a nice screw-on lid that hold your favorite drink. There are many designs, such as the classic swing aid, fishing aid, nurse aid. My personal favorite is Patriot Aid. There are many more than that. Those are just some of the many options that they have, and I think they even have those customizable options available. I know you guys might be thinking, yeah, he's just promoting them on a podcast, but doesn't even use them. Try again, because I have not one, not two, but three of these drink aid tumblers and use them daily. I'm using one right now as we were recording. Hold my beer. I use it for my water during my workouts, just drinking something around the house. And of course, I use the Patriot Aid tumbler to hold my drink of choice for these episodes. Go check out these things at DesertFoxGolfProducts.com. And if you decide to get one or two, then use the promo code Roughnecks for 10% off your order. But let's get back to drinking. So we're going to introduce this new segment of the podcast. And this new segment of the podcast is called Roughnecks Drink Review. Oh, yeah. Dante, you might have to make some music for it, but we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out yeah, as we go. I'll figure it out. May even change the name of it. But what Roughnecks Drink Review is, each drinking episode, either Dante or myself, will be, we'll be bringing a new drink for the other to try. So this week, for example, Dante is bringing a drink that I have never had. He also has not had this flavor. Yeah, I haven't had this this uh this kind of the drink. Um but so like next week I'll be bringing a drink that Dante has never tried. Even if I've tried it, I'm bringing we're trying to expand both of our drinking portfolios our palettes we're trying to expand our, our, our palettes <laughs> we're trying to expand those by also you know uh reviewing what yeah. we think of them because we have different drinking styles i feel For like sure, yeah because i drink you know bush <laughs> that's what i drink i usually drink bud light if it's beer wad yes you, i which <laughs> will never be taste testing and here's the thing is sometimes we will taste test like tonight uh things that neither of us have tried right so we're gonna be trying some new things out and tonight what do you got for us dante all right tonight i have the new newly released high noon tequila seltzers we're uh we're both going to be trying the strawberry flavor uh, i just think that's probably the best flavor in the box i'm a big high noons guy i love i love nooners i'm i'm trying to get i'm still trying to get fucking sponsored by them but uh you know it takes some work when they have a media partnership with barstools Hey, um, hey we're, we're, now you're on the podcast. So we're we're going to be working we'll towards get there, this. We'll get there. But yeah, these are brand new. Honestly, um, I haven't been able to find them anywhere. My mom actually found them um, at a grocery store she was at. And shout out. Yeah, shout out. Shout out my mom. 
and we're gonna we're gonna try them out here. There we go. High noon, the high noon tequila seltzer strawberry flavor. Yep. That was awesome. That was fun. <laughs> good smell, I will say, right off the rip. Very good smell. Like it, it's a taste, like a smell that you want to try. Yeah, this is actually very That's smooth. smooth. Very yeah. <laughs> smooth. Oh my goodness. You said strawberry was going to be the best flavor of that pack. What are all in that pack? So in this pack specifically, we got strawberry, lime, grapefruit, and passion fruit. Uh, the passion, passion fruit, fruit is terrible. Yeah, I, I I took a sip of one earlier, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" But the strawberry and lime are actually killer. The strawberry, strawberry is, is good. Yeah, this is my favorite flavor for sure. And there's and this is a tequila seltzer. Yeah, instead Blanco, of the vodka, the vodka sodas. Blanco tequila with real fruit juice. Sparkling water and natural flavors. And this is the first strawberry flavor they've actually come out with, so I wanted to, like, try it. And really? this, Yeah, they haven't had strawberry yet, and this is very good. I like it. I'd probably give it, I mean, if we're, let's, I think we should rate them out, out of 10. 10? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of 10? Yeah, let me take another sip. And I'm not a huge shelter guy, let's remember this. You can go first. You- that's, that's, that's honestly, to me, Super smooth. I would say eight, eight, seven. So for me, yeah, eight. That, that's a good. I think that's a very good rating. I'd probably give it a seven. Um, the only difference with me, I feel like, is I couldn't drink a lot of these. If you're a beer drinker, I struggle with drinking. I could drink these. I mean, you're gonna be hammered. Oh, that also. But just the sweetness, oh, I struggle okay. with. Hey, there's the, only 100 calories in these. I know. No added sugar. See, these, hold on, these, perfect for a beach. Oh, dude. Perfect oh, for the beach. Buddy. Drink the, 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 oh, these are perfect for the beach. Buddy, we need to record an episode of Hold My Beer on a Beach. We should go on vacation together one I'm time. I'm going to the beach this summer. Dude, that would be insane. I'll just, just, I'll just dial you in. <laughs> that would be so cool. Hey, uh, Nixon family, uh, Dante's coming out for a day. Yeah. We're going to record a podcast on the beach, and we just will be all right. Yeah, I'll say an eight point seven on the on the high noon tequila seltzers though. No, no cap. This is they're very smooth. This is something that, like one of those nights we were talking about, or maybe even a seventy degree day, I could hammer these. Dude, I could envision me drinking these in college, like those <laughs> those first times that like we have like the, at the frats or whatever. You're outside drinking and you're just like sitting on the patio and you're sitting up because like my senior year, me and Dan had a room outside like or not a room sorry a walkout like stairwell out of our room oh no way we were the only well we were in a, a house old handicapped room okay but it's no longer we were the only two person dorm room in that dorm everybody else was singles oh okay, so okay. we had our own walkout and it was a handicap per se i guess i don't know how stairs qualify as a handicap. Yeah, what the fuck? Escape, but they gave an escape, essentially. Stairs? They expect someone in a wheelchair? I don't know, buddy. Like I said, it's no longer a handicap room. Oh, it's not anymore. Okay, okay. I was in the room. I know, but I think you said, oh, you said an old handicap. It was an old handicap room. I was about Um, to say. Alright, alright, alright. We are back. We had a slight scare. Dante scared the absolute living shit out of me. But he called out something very good. For some reason, the mute button was muted. 
because he asked, is it muted? And then we went through and listened to not the whole episode, but like we skipped through and right. then got to like where we were at. So like we didn't lose anything really. Super weird that it like randomly muted. Though. It was probably that's that it's that fucking mouse. I can't right. have it on me. But oh, I, you had it sitting on you. I might have. Yeah, okay. I don't know. These <laughs> high nooners, man. They <laughs> the nooners, the seven out of 10 for me and the eight. Point seven out of ten for Dante. Yeah. So here's are... the thing: we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep a, t- a list of this shit. We need to. And then, like you know, ten episodes into this, we're gonna be like, all right, well, you got you know this above this. So do you really think? And you might yeah. change. I have to adjust. Yes. But I mean, these are smooth. I get it is very smooth. You probably, do you drink a lot of tequila? Fuck no. I was about to say I don't think you're a big like tequila Buddy, guy. I'm right? dr- no. Well, like I'll drink vodka before i'll drink tequila just makes me like when i hear like somebody if somebody was like hey you want to do a tequila shot i'm like what (laughs) no uh -uh. Uh, but like i'll do like a i'll do a straight shot at jack before i'll do oh you're fucking crazy dude oh my god i remember one time in college teddy bought me a shot (laughs) and he came back to the table he was like i'm gonna buy us a round and i'm like all right cool because like we've been trading off rounds the entire night he came back to the table, had us all beers. He goes, I bought us shots. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, don't worry about it. I was like, that's dark. What is it? Like, I, I could just, you could just see, like, that's a dark, that's a whiskey. Right. That's not a tequila. That's not a vodka. That's not something it's weird. not a green tea shot. No, that, that's dark. That looks like Jack Daniels. That looks like fucking some whiskey type shit. And he was like, don't worry about it. And I was like, Teddy, if I take this, I am going to throw up. <laughs> and he was like, just take the fucking shot. And I was like, you know what? And it was one of those, like, I took it and was like, oh, yeah. but it was like, you can't throw up. So I was like, <sighs> I'm back. And it took me a while. Like the next round, I was like, nobody give me a beer. Yeah. I'm good. Like, like I'm cool for a little bit. I'm good for a couple <laughs> beers right now. Like I just, that shot is still settling and I'm still trying not to throw up. Yeah. But no, I don't, like if you did, what do you? What is your go-to shot? Oh, um, I would say my go-to shot. I'd probably be a shot of tequila. Really? Yeah. I mean, but when I drink dark, I get like, I don't. I'm not good. With I get dark. blackout. Yeah, I'm not good with dark liquor. I don't remember, and I get angry. Yeah, anything dark. I mean, dark tequila's fine. Like the uh, well, like here's the thing. I can drink like a Jack and Coke, Captain and Coke, that kind of shit be okay i'll get a little feisty mm-hmm. but if i'm just taking straight shots oh, of it yeah, it's a different story i am not a person you want to be around yeah no so i mean i would say if i'm getting a shot probably a tequila shot or, or green tea shots are really good too oh, dude, like, those are so good and they're they're easy to drink a lot better than like they go down so e- like a green tea drink yeah that they make them in drinks too those are so smooth yeah so they're not bad, but yeah, I would say tequila is definitely my go-to shot. That's what I was drinking like my whole like low birthday weekend. You ever had a a Moscow Mule? Oh yeah, I've gotten damn it, I've gotten fucked up off some Moscow Mule. Have you ever or do you drink them with vodka? Oh no, I've had tequila. I think it's tequila, right? Moscow well, there's Mule? different. They call them Moscow. I don't know what the no, it could be. Mule. It could be. It's so, like there's different. The ones I drink was actually. Moscow. That's probably vodka. Yeah, yeah I was about to say. But then they have different names for. Have you ever had the whiskey version? No. That's what I learned. What a mule was. They 
called it he called it a mule i don't know exactly there's different names for it that's like when you look up a moscow mule i'm pretty sure it is vodka yeah i bet but it's a very similar it's all the same yeah a mule must just be like a combination of certain things ginger beer lime ice whatever liquor you choose and it's different whatever liquor you choose is different depending on whatever we call the type of mule right damn it that was what i was gonna bring for our episode but you no i haven't tried one with i mean if you're doing whiskey whiskey, yeah i haven't tried that maybe we'll try that yeah we can shit trying to expand my palate everyone you know it takes it takes a while because you find you find something you like and like you stick with it. You stick with it Especially because as you get alcohol older. tastes like, like oh, when I first started drinking, dude, alcohol tastes like shit. <laughs> so bad. That's why we drink Fireball, but then Fireball started tasting like shit. But now it's better. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, I still drink, and I'm like. <clears throat> I feel like no. Uh, hold on. All right. I feel like when we're preparing for it, we're like. <clears throat> yeah. True. Fuck. But then when we take it, we're like. That's surprisingly not, yeah, that, not bad. that bad. I mean, but if that is the first alcohol you taste, you're like, holy shit, this is what alcohol tastes like? Cinnamon? Cinnamon whiskey? Mm-hmm. Okay. First alcohol I tasted was a Bud Light. What Bud was your Bud first drink? Oh, my God. We don't have to talk about age. We'll just talk about the drink. Um, Honestly, I cannot remember. I Oh, no. It was definitely like Smirnoff. Oh, yeah. Like, Smirnoff Ices, I would just, like, get a six-pack of those and drink those down. Because they were so good, and, like, it was before the time of people, like, icing you to yes. where you'd have to chug it. Icing was a whole different world for a while. I is mean, that is it still a thing? It's definitely still a thing, but I think it's, like, it's more acceptable to say, hey, I'm not fucking drinking the, all yeah. of this. Bro, because they, they're so cold, and people sneak them on you, like... Put them under your bed pillow. Dude, it used to be like Christmas gifts. Like people would fuck with each other and wrap them. Where are the the big ones now? Have you seen the fucking giant? (laughs) Dude, if somebody offered me that, or like not offered me, threw that at me, I'd be like, go fuck yourself, dude. I mean, like I can kill, I can kill Smirnoff ice, but I'm not chugging a cold ass drink. I remember the the Smirnoffs used to be a thing like that. The girls did, and it sounds sexist whatever you want to call it but like i remember like when my sisters were in school and like in college and stuff and they'd have parties at the house and like i'd see a lot of the smirnoff mm-hmm. uh, lids. little red lids yeah, yeah like and i just recognized them but that was something that they did they'd bring a six-pack of them and just drink that and sip on it all night and like when we say sip we don't mean like you're just taking a drink here and there like you're drinking them like you normally drink but that was like a normal drink to people you don't taste any type of alcohol in them no like it's they taste good like they taste actually like shit i would i would put one of those in a fucking gatorade bottle if i could and just like you know working out just sip just oh man oh shit man you think we've been going long enough or you think we should go longer I don't know. Let's let's pull up the little the little screen uh, and see if we missed anything specifically that we'd like to touch on. I mean, it's I tough. think it's been because we're we're cutting into my race time. Yeah, stresses of being a young adult, or do we save that and make that a whole episode? Yeah, let's save it. We could definitely make that a whole episode. Let's save it, Dante. You're here to stay, buddy. Hey, it's a pleasure. I'm so hyped. 
you're the uh, hold my beer co-host dante fair is now here this is the first episode of the co-hosting hold my beer episode thank you dante here thank you for like just i've been i've been waiting for this opportunity for a minute and these are my favorite types of episodes not that not that i like drinking i mean i know i do like drinking but (laughs) i'm not trying to say that's the only reason what i I really like too is like it gives us a really good opportunity because like not that we fell apart like distance ourselves but it was just like life happened and now this really gives us a reason to come back together yeah and just like brainstorm and like i've always kind of ran some like and I've, I texted you and Scott about some things and like I've always been the person to run by you some ideas that I've had with the podcast mm-hmm. and I'll ask and like I always trust your opinion so that's why it's no question to bring you on to the podcast and have you as a co-host yeah, it's a pleasure I'm I'm super hyped to be a co-host to uh, hold my beer and I'm definitely going to make an announcement here soon well it'll be before this is released but i haven't made an announcement on my instagram or anything yet but i'm i need i need to make that announcement go, go check dante's instagram you'll see some things oh yeah for what sure what is your instagram dfeezy with three e's you can find it in the episode description it will be, have a link to it um but other than that man i think that's all we got for today's episode of hold my beer but until Monday, which Monday? What? We didn't take a shot, buddy. It's in. Oh, yeah. He tried to. Yep, you're right. All right, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna do something real quick. We gotta end the episode. Fireball Friday. All right. Yep. We uh, Dante reminded me. We do Fireball Fridays to end every episode. We don't take them throughout the episode so that we can actually have a good conversation. Exactly. But we got the. Fireball Friday shot glasses with a shot of fireball, obviously, in them. So, cheers, buddy. Cheers. So smooth. Not bad. Not bad. All right, real quick. Top three takeaways from the episode. Top three takeaways. I'm only asking you first because I don't have mine yet. I would say. Let's trade them off. You give me one, I'll give. Why don't we? You give me one and I'll give you one. Life's a marathon, not a sprint. Don't overfixate on things. Oh, I was going to say take it one day at a time. But, I mean, that's also building on life's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, I would say. No, I, I like that, though. Okay. One day at a time. Yeah, I mean, it's. You take it one day at a time. If you don't get everything done, it's kind of building off of all of right. our things right now. Like, if you don't get everything done, that's fine. You still have tomorrow. Right. Like you said, you still have tomorrow. And you kind of struggled saying that a little bit because. People can abuse and abuse that. Yeah, I mean, you never know, but you know. But you still have tomorrow. You still have the rest of your week, and that's that's a great thing to understand. Um, my second thing would probably be discipline. You are not as disciplined as you might think you are. So take that into consideration when you're thinking about things with the overfixating on things. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting everything accomplished that you want to, maybe one, take a step back, but also realize you are not as disciplined as you may be, you may think you are. My my third thing would be, and we might have not talked about it a lot in this episode, but just today in general, find comfort, comfortability in uncomfortable situations, and it will make you more disciplined. It will, 100%. Don't be, 
afraid to fail is my other yeah, thing. That's a big thing. We haven't too. talked about like, oh, we failed. We we messed up at it. Like that's not what it's been talked about a hundred million times on this podcast in general. But that's the thing is like going off of what you said. Don't be afraid to mess up. Right. Don't be afraid to fail because a lot of the things that we talked about today were things that we did mess up on, the things that we have failed on and are still currently failing on. Right. That's the thing. It's like, we're not saying me and you are perfect. Like, we... <laughs> Hell no. We, we mess up every fucking <laughs> day. But you have... It's what you do with those mess-ups that matters. I mean, and I'm building on top of that, too, just kind of still ranting about it, but, like, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not preaching faith to anybody. I'm not doing all that. But, like, they always, they, I mean, they always say, like, God's going to keep giving you the same scenario until you make the right decision yep. with it, you know? Or like, it's going to, you, you're going to keep rece- repeating the same process until you either correct that decision or you're going to keep falling into the same bullshit that yep. you dig your, like, you dig your own grave at that point, you know? And, I mean, like, I'm not saying I'm a big big into religion i don't go to church every sunday and shit but like i believe in faith some something something up there you know (laughs) like everything happens for a reason and there has to be a reason things happen so like that's i mean that's my spiel just real quick off of what you said i had dan my old roommate in uh on a drinking episode and a q a episode and one of the things that he's he's very big into faith like Mm -hmm. and you know, he was my roommate in college for three out of four years. That's, and I knew that. Yeah. Like, he was big into faith. That's just who he was. And But he also wasn't the churchgoer every Sunday in college. Like, he is when he's at home. He goes to church, does his stuff. But when he's in college, like, he's not, like... But he is... He goes to AIA, which is Athletes in Action, mm-hmm. the the religious side of things. and Kind of like FCA in high school. Yes. Like that's it. Yeah. Exactly. And he told me, he was like, you've, I've always seen. You've been the person that's, you're religious, you just don't show it. He's like, that's the problem. Part of the problem with religion anymore is people, some people don't want to call you religious if you don't go to church every Sunday. We all believe in something. Yeah. Even if it's nothing, you believe in something. You believe in nothing. Yeah. You believe in something. You don't have to go to a place or do that to be religious it's okay to believe in what you believe in i have a bible right there on my desk it's always there and there is times where i open it up Mm -hmm. and just look at random things i have not read the whole bible that is a goal of mine i haven't either i've never read the whole bible that's actually the uh, competitor's bible oh yeah that we got yeah yeah. it's the only bible i own i mean dude it, it, it actually i wouldn't say dumbs it down but it makes it it makes it more digestible, bro, because nobody, I mean, okay, I wouldn't say nobody. I personally don't want to sit there and read some old-ass scripture that, like, you have to actually, like, dig down deep to find meaning to something. I would rather read something that is throwing the meaning out to me. It's, I mean, religion to me is all, like, metaphors and, like, life experiences and what you should learn from certain life experiences. But here's experiences. the thing I'm going to throw at you, though. I feel like... The later you get in life, the more you understand the Bible as it is. Yeah. I mean, we're still, dude, we're, I mean, we're still so young. But there's certain, yeah, there's a hundred percent. There's certain things that I have started reading the Bible in times and the times I'm like, now I understand why people love this quote, right. love this part from the Bible because 
it relates so much to the shit that I've been through. Mm-hmm. And it's all relatable. It's relate. Yeah, and, and it, the Bible. We can go into a whole another conversation about that. We may do that one day, but I don't know. It's just it's a strange thing because there is the conversation of who wrote it. Uh, and that's I think that's my struggle with religion in general is like no I mean I I have faith I believe in a higher power but I'm who is who is who am I to say that the Bible is the one and holy truth to yep. where there are so many different now I wouldn't say beliefs but there's so many different scriptures I mean, out there that like why is my the one that I've been accustomed to learn and believe the only one that's true. Like, I believe in the Bible, and we go to heaven and all this shit, but I also look at it and go, we could come back as something else. You know? You never fucking know. It's always been in my fucking back of my head. Like, <laughs> if I come back as a dragonfly, I can't tell anybody <laughs> who came back as a dragonfly. Like, like, we could come back as something and have no recollection, yeah. but then when we die, all of a sudden, like, oh, I was this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and I have, like, two weeks to prepare for this part of my life. Or this yeah. next like it is job. You like, have no fucking clue. Know, like you have no fucking clue what it is. But I don't know. It, it, we'll go to maybe maybe we'll go into a whole conversation about that one episode. But yeah, we can. We'll cut this I mean, one hey, off. We we got we got however many <laughs> episodes we do. Like so maybe we're uh you know we're uh what do we call it teasing the next episode. So, but hey man, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, follow Dante. He, you will find the uh, link in the episode description. Until Monday, you guys know the deal. Life is hard, and it's gonna knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let that bull of life walk all over you. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you liked today's episode, then please be sure to share it with a friend. You can follow the Roughnecks Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Roughnecks Podcast. Head over to roughneckspodcast.com and grab yourself some Roughnecks merch. Until next time, make sure you grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out.